This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show. We've got Chief James Craig, the former police chief in Detroit, who is now running for U.S. Senate out of Michigan. He's a guy that has 30 or 40 years in policing and law enforcement. He's a guy who wanted to run for governor. He actually was running for governor of, of Michigan last time. And they somehow threw some hijinks, got him off the ballot. He wasn't even on the ballot. We'll talk about that. But he has announced, and I believe he announced yesterday, that he is, in fact, running for governor uh, not governor, for U.S. Senate out of the great state of Michigan. So make sure you stick around to hear his perspective on what the Senate can and should do to fix what's wrong in the United States. We also have Brendan Carr on. He's an FCC commissioner. Going to talk about this. Uh, here it is again. The argument about net neutrality. What exactly is that? Why does the left want it so badly? And remember they told us like in 2017 that without net neutrality, the Internet would just be gone as we know it. And of course it's not. And it's faster and more accessible than it's ever been. So we'll have him on as well. On a Wednesday. Let's go. Uh huh. That's right. Carrie, how's it going? It's going all right. Awesome. We appreciate you. Polo in the house. Making it happen. Sam Bam. The Plan Man. I am your talk show host for the next three hours. Joe Pag. Break it out. Bringing it down. I know this is the shoulders dance. I don't know. Floppy head. Look how big my head is. It's floppy. Look at that. Uh huh. The running man. No, nobody's any fight. Carrie, what are you doing? Nothing. Got nothing. Look at that. Hold on, nothing. Sam. Break it down. A little bit of harmony for you. Yep. Here you get the third, I'll do the fifth. Let's go. Not doing it. Okay. Glad to have you. I appreciate everybody on all these great radio stations, those streaming online, those also watching the video stream either on Instagram or on Twitch right now. Our main home is on Twitch. Just go to JoePags.com, click on Watch Now, and you can join us there. So, last night, the second surprise happened. So, we had the first surprise. And by the way, Matt Gates on this program carry tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. That'll be interesting. Now, I don't listen to other talk radio. I'm friends with many of them, but I don't listen to them because, I, A, um, I'm just not, I'm busy all day. And then, B, when I am in the car, like today I had Chicago radio on. I'm just listening to Chicago, the hits from Chicago and other, uh, other artists like that on iHeart. Um, I just didn't, I did not want to hear it. Now, people have been reporting to me that I'm one of like two talk show hosts who are saying Matt Gates was right. I guess everybody else doesn't like what Matt Gates did. I'm fine with it. And the reason why I'm fine with it is kind of simple. I explained this yesterday. I'll explain it again today. Matt Gates was a holdout in January, and I think he just voted president. I, Carrie, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he ever voted for McCarthy, 
but he voted presence, which president, right. which it took his number out of the final number needed, which yeah. actually helped McCarthy. So he did allow it to happen. And there was a rule that by one person, you could vote to vacate the seat. Now, I think the old rule was five people had to, had to join together. This was one. Matt Gates was the one. He said, we're, we're going to vacate if you don't do this, that, and the other. Now, I still don't know to right now whether or not Biden and McCarthy had a deal. When Biden talked about it today, he said that they had an argument. And then he said agreement. So I'm not really sure what really happened because Joe Biden is so diminished in his, in his capacity. Cognitively, he's gone. He's done. The guy's done. It's not me being funny. It's not me being mean. It's not me attacking the old guy. He's done. He's not running anything. So I don't know whether McCarthy went around the House and was making a deal with Biden without the House knowing. That would be a problem. But yesterday, the, the seat was vacated. He is no longer the Speaker of the House. My thought, and we talked about it on the show last night, was that he would run for re-election as the, as the Speaker and probably win, but he would have to agree to several different things. Surprisingly, and we did a video on this very quickly last night on Instagram, on TikTok, elsewhere, um, he didn't want to run for, for re-election to the seat. And suddenly today, the name Jim Jordan is being presented. Now, last night, Carrie, do you see the name that was that everybody was talking about last night? Even Hannity did it on his show last night. Uh, was it the one that I had mentioned yesterday from Louisiana? I don't know. No, no, it wasn't, but it was a good, a good suggestion. It was Trump. Oh, Everybody's yeah. talking about how Trump yeah. might be the guy. I think, and somebody you talk to a lot, Troy Nails, has said he would put Trump up for a vote. Yes, and, and and a lot of people said that. And again, Hannity said that he heard from inside people at the uh, in the House of Representatives last night on his TV show that Trump could be you know the guy, and that Trump would be open to it. Now, here's what mm-hmm. gets me: I don't know how this guy has this much energy. I'll be honest with you, because I don't get it. I know the KJP keeps saying that that somehow Joe Biden is filled with energy. He's not. The guy is barely there. But Donald Trump, okay, he's out campaigning. He's doing gigantic rallies in front of tens of thousands of people. He's in court either in Georgia, Washington, or New York every other day. And now he's going to be the speaker? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean look, I'm a younger guy than him by about 20 years. I couldn't do all that. Yeah, and I thought he had mentioned when he was going into court this morning that he wasn't interested in that. He was focused on running for president. Didn't see it, but I believe you. But last night, as of 9 p.m. Eastern time, the word was he would be open to it. Mm -hmm. Now, he didn't say that. Hannity said he was told by this, that, or the other person that he'd be open to it. Suddenly this morning, who comes to the forefront? Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan didn't want to be the speaker back in January. Uh, because he wanted to focus his, his attention on the Judiciary Committee, where I think he's done a very good job. Has he subpoenaed people as quickly as I would like? No. Uh, should he do better than that? Yeah, and I think he will. But now it turns out he may be open to it. So, Carrie, if you've got a nuts and bolts, the very latest on this thing, do me a favor, get us up to date. Sam will open the phone lines early again, because now we're starting to whittle down to who possibly could be up for this nomination. What do you have? From CBS News, House Majority Whip Steve Scalise of Louisiana and fellow Republican Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio announced Wednesday they will each run for Speaker of the House, becoming the first two candidates in the race to replace Kevin McCarthy after his unprecedented ouster. The race sets up a showdown that will test the abilities of both men to build support from a majority of the House GOP conference. The divides among which have been on display this year as Republican leaders navigated a narrow four-vote majority. In separate letters to their fellow GOP 
Canadian lawmakers urging their support. Both Jordan and Scalise pitched themselves as unifiers who can build on the party's efforts to push back against the Biden administration's policies and advance a conservative agenda. Jordan, who's the chairman of the powerful House Judiciary Committee, jumped into the race first, telling reporters on Capitol Hill that support for his bid for the gavel appears strong based on the messages he's received from fellow House Republicans. He said the key priority for the next speaker is to unite the highly fractured GOP conference. Okay, so Scalise was who you were saying yesterday, right? Yeah, I mentioned him, yeah. Scalise is good. He's from Louisiana. Um, he's the guy that the Democrat madman tried to kill on the police, uh, on the on the baseball field at the congressional baseball game. He survived that. I think he may have some other health problems that were announced not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But he's a voice... And he's a face that people know. He's a guy that you would have a really hard time, um, I, I guess, bringing up something negative about. Again, he survived being shot how many times? And he survived. He's surviving whatever the the ailment is that he's facing now. Yet he's always been true blue conservative. What's interesting about him? He chose to speak yesterday and take up for Kevin McCarthy in the 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 debate about getting rid of McCarthy. So that would be interesting. With Jim Jordan jumping in, I wonder why Scalise would jump in as well. They're very similar. I would say Jordan's a little bit more conservative, um, but but they're they're very similar in 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 my thought process. And I wonder what happens now. I, Carrie, I guess you'd have to figure that the people for Scalise and for Jordan are going around to all 435 to sort of get their temperature. Uh, that would be my guess because I heard yesterday they were talking about maybe uh, getting all getting together next Tuesday and then putting this up for a vote by Wednesday. I mean... A week from today. That's crazy. So, now, who's yeah. the guy, that the, the little guy from North Carolina who was, who was like McCarthy's right hand? He's a Patrick McHenry, McHenry, I think the guy's name is. Yes, that's yeah. right. He's now got the gavel temporarily until they find a new speaker. Were you as mind-boggled as I was to find out that one of the first things he did was kick Nancy <laughs> Pelosi out of her office? I was, yeah. I was How did she still have that office? Expecting that. I don't know. That's a good question. She doesn't have it that, anymore. That, that office were, was for somebody who was the Speaker of the House. And again, this goes back to what I mentioned yesterday in some of our interviews, uh, in some of our, our banter back and forth. Kevin McCarthy is from California. Now, he's from Bakersfield. And in one of the spaces I was in last night, it was really great spaces that were going on on X. Um, we were talking about how next door to where he's from is a very conservative area of California. But he still, to me, acted like a California Republican. Not a Devin Nunes Republican, but a Kevin McCarthy Republican. Almost like some of the Republicans from New York that are really very, very modern, even lean left a little bit. But can you imagine you get the gavel and you allow Nancy Pelosi, who happens to be from California, you let her stay in the office that she no longer deserved? Mm-hmm. And these wow. aren't just any offices. These are called uh, hideaway offices. They're private. They're enlisted offices in the Capitol. And I believe only the most senior members of the House typically get. Right. And she's not but, even like a, like a committee yeah. chair. She's just sort of floating around yeah. now. So her staff gets an email saying the room is being rekeyed. You need to get your stuff out. Somebody on, on the chat is begging that I call it Twitter. I'm going to call it X. And here's the reason why. If I go and buy a, a new house and, you know, we tend to name our houses that's Big Blue or, or you know, Brown Town, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever the White House, we beautiful White House that we were interested in once. If I decide to name it something different after I bought it, that's on me. I'm with you. I'm used to calling it Twitter. 
But a guy spent $42 billion to buy a stupid website, and I'm going to call it what he wants He wants it to be called. Like it or not, it is X, and I don't like it. I would rather they, they just call it Twitter, but it's X. It's what it is. Even when you watch Tucker Carlson's videos now, it used to be Tucker on Twitter. Now it's Tucker on X, and that makes sense. It's what it is. The guy bought it. I mean, if nothing else, I can show him the respect that he paid over $40 billion for it, and I can call it what he wants it to be called. You know what I mean, Carrie? That's kind of a dumb argument, isn't it? I agree. I really don't care, but he wants don't to call care. it X. Oh, call him, call it X. If he gave me $42 billion, you call me anything he wants. <laughs> me too. In yes. fact, I'd like for him to try. <laughs> this is yes, a challenge, because Ron and Austin, he can hear us. This is a challenge to, to Elon Musk. Give me $42 billion, <laughs> and I promise you, you can call me anything anything you want. I'll do you one uh, better. I'll do one billion. One stop it. Really? Billion. Yeah. Wow. Don't billion. let him off, Chief. Come on. Don't don't yeah. devalue I'll, my I'll, I'll take a billion. name calling. He can yeah. call me. I'll take a billion. Yeah. So just a just a thousand million, you'd be fine with that. Yeah, I would actually. Yeah. Uh, I need forty two thousand million if you're going to call me something different. <laughs> it is eight 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 nine four one Pags eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven JoePags dot com. They they do not have a vote today. It's going to be a week from today, as Kerry said. You have got this Patrick McHenry guy is going to have the gavel. Maybe he's got to kick some other people out of their private offices too, which is so stupid. Um, but what are your thoughts? Do you want it to be Steve Scalise? Do you want it to be Jim Jordan? Do you want it to be Donald Trump? And again, Kerry says this morning he said he wasn't interested, but last night the word was he might have been. Could it be somebody else that you'd be interested in? And can they come together as a Republican caucus and in one vote vote one of these guys one of, one of these guys in? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Let, let me help you out. It's Byron Donalds. Everybody wants to keep calling him Donaldson. It's not. It's Byron Donalds, the, the man's name Donald, with an S at the end. Uh, I, I think he'd be great, too. He's a financial mind. He's a budgetary mind, a very smart guy. Um, at the end of the day, I would be very happy with Byron Donalds, who did, in fact, get a vote in the January vote process. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Wednesday. We're breaking down who the next speaker is going to be. Uh, Jim Jordan is in is in the running. So is Steve Scalise. People talking about Donald Trump. Carrie heard earlier that Trump was going to focus on what he's doing, and, and he wasn't interested. I now have an updated news story where he sort of leaves the door open, which is kind of interesting. We'll get into that in a second. In the meantime, got to remind you about Swiss America. Swiss America is seeing what's happening with the economy just like you are. And Swiss America knows that you probably have your money somewhere that you might not feel is as safe as it could be. And they're also putting out a big alarm sound. 
about the secret war on cash. It's an all-out uh, all assault on our films. With soaring interest rates squeezing the economy and banks teetering on collapse, let Swiss America educate you on ways to help protect your hard-earned assets now. Get and read their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy is free by calling or texting 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. This all-out cash uh, war on cash, including digital forms of currency, is spreading daily. Please read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners. Just mention PAGS, P-A-G-S, when you call or text 800 289 2646, that's 800 289 2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS. Make that happen. Make it happen right now. Message and data rates may apply. All right, let me give you this updated news story that is now on our flagship website, uh, WOAI. This is um, House GOP weighing next speaker. In the wake of uh, Kevin McCarthy's unexpected removal of Speaker of the House, House Republicans are enraged, I'm sorry, engaged, he said. In a frantic search for a successor, several prominent GOP figures have already thrown their hats into the ring, vying for the influential role in the chamber. Two notable contenders already mentioned by, by Kerry, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, and uh, minority or majority leader Steve Scalise. It's interesting because in the House of Representatives, you have a majority leader and you have a speaker, so you have two different roles. So he's sort of the next in line. One would one would say some that might actually lean towards him um, getting some play here. Also being a, a likely contender is Oklahoma Congressman Kevin Hearn, whose potential uh, candidacy has garnered attention within the Republican conference. These uh, aspirants have been actively courting support from their colleagues with a notable emphasis on securing the backing of the Texas delegation, which represents the largest contingent within the Republican ranks in the House. Their appeals... Uh, to this influential group, demonstrate the significance of Texas's role in shaping the future of the party's leadership. Let's see. Da, da, da. Okay, here, here's the line. Interestingly, some conservative members have also floated the idea of former President Do- um, Donald Trump assuming the role of Speaker. When asked about this possibility, the former president responded with, "He'll do whatever is best for the country," but reiterated his focus is pursuing the candidate or the presidency. So, I mean, Kerry doesn't say he wants it. You know what I mean? But yeah. in typical Donald Trump fashion, he doesn't say he doesn't. Mm, true, yeah. I'll do what's best for the country. So if they say it would be best for you to do it, can you imagine the freak out? No, I cannot. Because they would be freaking out. If he I would literally, for the first time in years, tune into CNN and MSNBC at the same time because I want to see their heads explode. And they would. Uh, Absolutely, no question. Mm -mm. I almost want it to happen because I know what the reaction would be. Let me go. Imagine this: everybody wants to talk about it. Let's go to the phone lines. Boston, Joe, what's on your mind? Talk to me. Hi, Joe. I want to say thank you for endorsing what Matt Gates did. It was the right thing to pull McCarthy. I'm so tired of all these talk show hosts every day, all day, complaining that the GOP is a bunch of spineless jellyfish. Finally, somebody stood up and sent a message to all of them saying, no, you don't do what you promised. We're taking you down. Yes. That was the right thing to do. Good. I appreciate you appreciating that. What else? Uh, I hope that Steve Scalise is healthy enough to do it. If not, then uh, Jim Jordan's a great guy. Uh, I hate to see him between so many rocks and hard places. He's, he's too nice a guy for it. No, I'm with you. I absolutely agree with that. And thanks, Joe. And again, I haven't listened to other talk show hosts. It's been reported to me that others are unhappy about what happened. Listen, this provision was put in in January. Kevin McCarthy should not have been surprised yesterday. The only surprise for me was that it didn't happen after he gave up all that money in the debt ceiling. 
And I do want Republicans to come together. I think they can come together around Scalise. I think they can come together around Jordan. I think it would be harder, to be honest with you, for the Republican conference uh, or the Republican caucus to come together around uh, Donald Trump. Phone lines are, are going nuts. They're melting down. One line open now because we just had had that phone call from Boston. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. I don't give anybody short shrift, so uh, we're going to keep you on the line. And we'll continue this after the bottom of the hour break. If you're just joining us, the show's been on half an hour. I'm not really sure what else I have to say to get you to come and watch or listen. Starting from the beginning of the show, blah, blah, I got to work. Blah, blah, I got to support my family. Whatever. You know what I mean, Carrie? Exactly. What are we asking for? Three hours. That's it. You know, out of 24. You know, Come on. Get your pay docked for a half an hour, for God's sakes. I don't know what your problem is. Your family will be fine. (laughs) What? Uh, 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Steve Scalise. Jim Jordan. Donald Trump. Who was the other guy they mentioned? I didn't know this guy uh, from from, uh, from Oklahoma, to be honest. Kevin Hearn. Yep. So they're all in the running now, allegedly. Will other names pop up? Keep it here. Joe Pags coming back. Joe Pags.